welcome back. Another day, another vlog Monday. Well, we're back. I'm, uh, if I sound a bit funny, I've just come from two uh, fillings. <laughs> so my whole left side of my face is numb. <laughs> Very weird to be having a chat when I feel like, uh, yeah, I feel, I guess, like the elephant man, elephant man looked in that movie. That old movie, so yeah, very weird. Um, <laughs> not much fun. Hate fillings, hate dentists, hate them with a passion. I've had some terrible experiences with them, but uh, nevertheless, we got it done. Uh, a little bit to do on today's show. Uh, not a huge amount of tech rolled over from the weekend. There's a heap of reviews and stuff coming out, but nothing really out of the ordering. No new massive releases or anything over the weekend. So it was a pretty subdued sort of a weekend, I guess, in the Techtober sort of a, a frame of existence. But uh, nevertheless, uh, we had a bit to talk about, so let's get into it. Now, if you didn't get to see the premiere on Friday night, the Star Trails and Milky Way video is up live. Uh, that's my new video, so that was pretty cool. Um, very happy with how, how it turned out. I think I talked to you about Friday about a few of the things with it, and I'm still pretty happy with how it's turned out. I've watched it a few times now, sort of make sure, always try to look at it, watch it a couple of times after I've released it, just to sort of see, as a watcher, to see where I've possibly fallen down and what I can improve on. So I'm pretty happy with it. Uh, obviously, if you think it's tricky with the M50, uh, it's a small little sensor. It's not really good at night time stuff. Um, not as good as, say, a full frame. Uh, my mate Benny had his Z6, and it was a totally different with the high, going up to like 100,000 ISO and just crazy stuff, what you could do with that. And you could definitely see the picture quality was a lot better sort of with that noise as well. So but we'll get there. We're, we're not far away. But 2021, I think, is the year we'll get, possibly go full frame. It's a lot of money to invest, but um, see how we go. At the moment, the M50 is doing really well, but uh, definitely go check that out. Some beautiful shots, reflections off the water, uh, all that sort of stuff. Just crazy things you can only get when you're in the middle of the desert uh, and there's nothing around to pollute light and no light pollution around, so very, very cool. Now, um, big news out over the weekend. The only real big one was the GM released, well, basically throughout their... Uh, Electric Hummer online. Uh, you can actually go online and order it all the way out to 2024. There's four models coming. There's the Edition 1, which is out now. That looks pretty nice, actually. They've done a pretty good job to make it look, I guess, to suit the times. It's not that really boxy, square old Hummer frame. It's got a few little bit of rounded curves on it. It's still got that, that bulky, that, that big sort of uh, chest out sort of a feeling to it like you get with those big American trucks and that and that's I guess they're what they're all about so um, it, it's done a really good job in that regards I think in the aesthetics of it so very very cool uh, pretty exy though uh, I'll go through the prices at the end but look specs wise it's pretty awesome LG's doing the battery tech on it we talked about that when we talked about the GM battery plants that they're madly putting together so that's all happening uh, it's got a targa roof, so you can you can pull the front whole roof off and the back the back uh, seat ones a targa style. So I thought that was pretty cool. It's got underbody cameras, so I guess if you're doing a bit of rock crawling and stuff like that, um, the ability to see 
where something is underneath and go, mm, righto, that's, I'm going to smash crap out of my diff. Uh, yeah, I'll back off and pick a better line. That's, I think, pretty cool. Uh, one option is called the extract model. Um, has a six inch adjustable suspension. So you can, I don't know if it's an air lift or hydraulic lift. It's sort of, the way it really shot up, I've got a funny feeling it may be hydraulic. Um, I'm not sure 100%. I just read a quick bit on it to try and get to the news. Um, 350 mile range for that one. So that only on that model. And I'll speak a little bit more about that. It'll do the crab walk. So it'll do the, the diagonal walk off as well. 1,000 horsepower, 11,500 foot-pounds. Um, it's also got, and this is pretty, most of the normal specs, except for the horsepower and, and towing range, go through the whole whole range. Um, it does have a super, what do they call a super rise. So basically, on certain roads, you can basically take your hands off the wheel and let it drive on certain highways. So basically, you just drive hundreds of k's dead straight. The car can do it for you. That's, I think, the F-150 2021 is going to have that option as well. So we did, I did talk that a few months ago. We looked at that. So that seems to be, it's not a full autonomous like a Tesla, but it's something, I guess, the stepping stones for these companies that are a bit well behind to try and appease their customers and sort of slowly baby step them into the new world, which is coming. Um, insides, pretty amazing. Uh, it's got 35-inch massive tyres on it. Insides, very state-of-the-art. I don't think it was a lever because it had like a waterproof uh, uh, sort of floor pan area and that was all washproof and they sew that in there. That's all sort of basically getting them with muddy boots, no dramas. It does look really, really smick. I'm sure they've got a option for lever if you are looking at purchasing i don't think they're going to knock you back on that um and dash wise in your actual dash panel there's a 12.3 inch uh, lcd screen and you've got a massive big 13.4 inch touch screen here out there controlling everything else in the car so it's definitely on trend with the electric cars with the basically iPad sort of style control center and dash is all now going full LED and or LCD displays. So that's sort of on trend. So as I said, it's definitely up there with that. Now price wise is where it gets a bit tricky. Now this first edition, which is totally sold out, you can't even get one of them. They'll be the first out in 2022, I believe. And then by 2024, the other three models will roll out. So this first one is 113,000 US. So that's 200 grand Australian without all our ridiculous taxes. So you might as well call that 250, 280 Australian if you did get one of them. So mega, mega dollars. Uh, well, well, way what it's worth. Uh, definitely, I would be paying that. Um, it is going to drop down. There's going to be uh, 99,000 an 89,000 and a 79,000. I'm not sure how they'll differentiate the different packages, uh, but that 79,000 will be the last one and that'll be in 2024. And the main thing is that drops off in power. You'll go down from the 350 mile range, drop straight down to 300 of the 99, and then it's 250 miles, 250 miles for the bottom two. And that's the big killer, 200. That range for that dropping right down, that's 
pretty crazy, I think, for them to sort of do that because even though the lower lower spec models, um, range is the one that you have to have. Um, that's 250 miles is sort of borderline. I know it's probably going to be a street thing, but then if it's going to be a street one, well, that's the one you want with all the lever and the nice stuff. The the off-road one should be the full thing. So, and that's, I think they've got the, just the way they've set up the packages a little bit chaotic and doesn't really work out. Um, now you've only got two motors on the bottom two models and then the top two models have got three motors and it's the bottom one will be 250 miles, 625 horsepower. So you drop 375 horsepower and it's down to 7,400 foot-pound of torque. So you're losing whew, yeah, basically 4,000 feet foot-pound of torque as well. So it's definitely a big jump from the top to bottom end, but that's 30,000 US dollars, which is just insane difference price on that category. Uh, that's a massive, massive thing. Now, having said that, you can't get an edition one, and that's a limited release for whatever reason. And then that 99,000 one, I'm not sure if there's going to be an option to upgrade it to the 1,000 horsepower, but that doesn't have a 1,000 horsepower either. That drops down. So a little interesting on the costings and the packages. Uh, they're saying they're going to make profit on it. They're going to make profit on it, but I don't think they're going to sell too many at that price. Um even if you look at the base model, uh, 80,000, uh, top of the range, F-150, if you, the King Ranch, if, I think that's about 67,000, let's call 70 grand US with all the fruit. Uh, by the time you get it to Australia, converted, compliances, and then the person sells it here, you'll be paying anywhere of 190 to 200 grand. So if you're going to start at 80, you're going to be looking at 200 grand plus for a base model, um, just insane. That's just ridiculous for a car. That's that's like you buy a Porsche for that, or a, yeah, you go and buy an F one fifty. So why would you? Uh, why would you get a Hummer? Very crazy. Uh, I'm not sure what the Rivian price ranges are going to be, but um, I would imagine they're going to be a lot cheaper than that. That just seems like in just just in a they're aiming for the upper echelon. They're obviously not concerned with the the mid-range or the blue-collar worker or anyone down. This is only for the basically the rich, rich people and mega-rich people to blow their money on. So we're not going to probably see too many of them floating around. Uh, great that they're doing it, but just that that price is just, just way out of reach, unfortunately. Now, um, did watch an interesting one on everything Apple Pro. They got the new iPhone 12 and did some water testing on it. It's probably one of the things you, you worry about and... We used to get cases for it because they weren't waterproof and all that now, but it was really interesting. He went out to a lake uh, near where he lives and put it. he actually put an old 11, 11 Pro in with a brand new 12 Pro, dropped them down the water, 25 foot. Uh, he did multiple levels, like two meters, then three meters, then down to six meters, which is his current rating, um, six meters for half an hour. And he had it well in excess of six meters. Like I think he dropped down to about, did about four or five tests without even drying it off and just kept dumping it down. So it spent a good 40, 45 minutes to an hour in the water and all the way down to 35 foot, uh, which is pretty cool. And it didn't miss a beat. And even when he took it home and dried them off, no issues with them at all. So that's awesome. Um, very, very cool to see that, that, that that's a, a sort of, 
I think it's one of those things where you, you spend that sort of money and you just got that little bit of peace of mind that if you make one mistake, you're not going to kill yourself or bloody blow $2,000 of your hard-earned money on a friggin' phone that you, you have to have. So, it um, yeah, I reckon that it was a really good test and it was good to sort of see that they actually are pretty reliable and pretty rugged. So, very, very cool. Apple. And then last but not least, not a, as I said, not a monstrous show, just a quick fire one, some interesting stuff over on Canon. Uh, some prototypes and some patent sort of stuff getting around about Canon working on an add-on phone lens for your phone. So somehow adapting and it's sort of in the similar sort of a shape as that new little one-eyed piece binocular movie camera we talked about, the PowerShot. I think last week it got released when the M50, one M52 uh, got released. Um, similar sort of that, and you attach it on your phone, and there's not really much there, possible multiple focal lengths and stuff like that. Uh, over at Canon Rumors, it was definitely, it was a CR1, so it's, it's very much a rumor, and it was probably a long distance sort of a dream, but uh, yeah, it's going to be a bit strange too. I sort of thought it was pretty interesting in the fact that they would try and do something like that when you've already got people like Moment, Yolanzi, and all these other fantastic Sandmark. There's a heap of different uh, companies doing really nice lenses to suit your phones with mounts and cases and stuff like that. Um, be interesting to see what Canon could offer that and how it all work. As I've said a million times, Canon and Apple need to get together and put an Apple phone into the back of a Canon camera to get the usability and OS of Apple running a Canon camera, uh, much like the old Samsung did, like in I think it was seven, eight years ago, the NX1, I think it was. Brilliant idea, way ahead of its time, too early for it to take off. If they re release something like that, Samsung now with, say, Sony as doing the lenses for the mount with the Sony mount on it and then doing the back, Samsung and Sony would be that would just, I think that would sell like hotcakes. Just I have a really good feeling about that. That's why I think Canon and Apple, the two big boys, um, if they got together and did some sort of masterpiece camera uh, where you got that Apple Apple operating system with the that usability, the ability to airdrop file, your files straight to your computer, uh, negating disks or hard drives or anything like that. Uh, even being able to, if you have to just plug an SSD in, which they should have anyway, but they for some reason don't. Um, that would be an insane phone, phone camera or insane hybrid, I guess, best of everything. Something you could just flip it over, check your message, uh, check your apps, boom, 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 yep, put it straight to Instagram, yep, filter it, color it, bang, 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 go. Premiere Rush, make a video, upload it straight away, straight off the back of your camera. Something like that would, I think, would definitely, with a tech-savvy public we have now and the way things are going with phones, I think that would go really cool. And it's just a matter of, I think, basically, realistically, being able to put a sensor and a lens mount on the back of an iPhone of some sort. It's going to be thicker, it's going to be bigger, but it, you're not going to class it as a as a phone. You're going to class it as a camera. But that's all. Of it. I mean, it could, even if they went twice as thickness and up the battery, like you could, it would still be half the size of an M50 or anything like that. So definitely some great options there. Um, whether that's what they're trying to do, or I think that's adding add-ons, doesn't seem to, it, it works, but it's not a super awesome 
uh, workaround, I guess. And then last but not least, uh, there's new rumor about some testing of a 8K Super 35 EOS um, video camera coming out um, or getting tested. It's a, got dual gain sensor, high speed 3D, dual pixel autofocus 2, uh, dual native ISO, Digic DVX, so fastest of autofocus and everything. So full upgrade, 8K 60 frames per second, 12-bit RAW, and a 4K RGB, so that adds some extra green pixels in or something along those lines. Uh, 90 frames per second, 12-bit RAW. So pretty funky specs. Again, st still just a rumor. That it is a rumor that someone's testing this at the moment how far they're away on in development, whether it's going to be coming, uh, not quite sure. But so with those sort of technologies in there, it sounds like we have an exciting 2021 coming through for Canon, I guess on the full frame market and the video market. Uh, us old M series people are sort of left in the lurch and we're not really getting much sort of love on where we're heading. Canon, can we get a direction? <laughs> And that's about it. And the other thing, do you like the new setup? Uh, I had this sitting over there. I did a bit of a cleanup. I thought I did that. Get all my normal stuff over the bench. Cleans the bench up a bit. Um, yeah, I think it's come up good. Got the lights up there. Got one of my prints that I got done. My big Astro from Pack Saddle. That was pretty cool. Nice little metal print. I'm going to find somewhere to put that now. That's come up really nice. That was a very good night. I was stoked that night. Radio. And that's about it. Very cruisy little Monday. Hope you had a good weekend. I hope today wasn't too harsh at work and you uh, didn't uh, get stuck with too much crap to clean up from the weekend. I will see you all again tomorrow, Tuesday, for a fly back to work. Cool. Radio. Catch you all then. Stay safe. I'll see you soon. Peace. <laughs>